Hey, I'm Micah. And I'm Jen. From 1994 to 1996, Jen lived in the middle of nowhere, Montana. But not by choice. She was sent to a therapeutic boarding school. I had some issues. While there, she performed hard labor. There was also a lot of forced exercise. Went through daily, hours-long group therapy. That shit didn't work. And when she left, she was left with some holes in her life. Holes? One of the holes was her pop culture hole. Yeah, I missed a lot of shit. And that's a hole we can fill. So who's feeling witchy? It's time for... I never saw that. Hey, friends and fans of I Never Saw That. Welcome uh, to our 118th episode. We are popping in with a little intro because this episode was actually recorded about two years ago. Wow. Um, so they're, the only reason that we need to mention that is because... Yeah, did anything like significant happen yeah, two we years do need ago? To make, we do make reference to the presidential election. Not, oh. not much, but in a, in a new segment that Micah uh, introduces... Um, which is going nowhere. Uh, it's pretty good. He does. I think. Maybe he does we'll, talk about it. Maybe we'll pick it back up. Um, there was an incident that happened with Four Seasons Total Landscaping, where mm, Rudy Giuliani mm-hmm. accidentally booked that place instead of the actual Four Seasons because he's a fucking idiot, and so he makes reference to that. This was all intentional because this is all still very relevant, and we just wanted to recap some of the events that happened in our own way. Sure, as we do. Sure. Just to keep our our listeners, you know, up to date so that they can, you know, follow the news these days. Sure. Another thing is that I was incorrect about Rachel True being left off the posters for the craft. Mm. Um, She was in the posters, but she has been excluded from a lot of promotional events and materials. And her name is often not listed with the other stars. Uh, She has done a lot of tweeting about this if you want to look it up but Uh, i was wrong about the posters she might have been left off some posters there are lots of different versions of posters i i don't know maybe yeah um also a quick warning we do talk about both suicide and racism in this episode anything else well we hope you enjoy this episode from long ago about the craft and it's it's kind of perfect because it's a back to school movie and it's uh, spooky times now. Yeah, October, so baby. It's getting us into maybe our next theme, which could be like candy, costumes. Oh, okay. Uh, cauldrons, spells, all of it. Spooky stuffs. Halloween. Yep. So I think they get it. Jen does. It doesn't seem like Jen gets it, but I think you guys get it. No, I get it. I do get it. Um, I just. I was hoping you would stop so long ago. Oh, I see. Um, I I'm really curious what people are going to think of your new segment. So let's uh, get on with this. All right. Thanks. So let's just talk about what we um, made ourselves watch this week. Okay. Well, first of all, I don't appreciate you putting it that way <laughs> because this one, this was actually, uh, I think... Back when we started this podcast and I sort of had a list in my head and, you know, I always try to make lists. It doesn't work out. But I think it was basically my so-called life and then this movie, which mm. is The Craft. The Craft. 1996 is The Craft. Because The Craft was a big deal to a lot of people and especially girls and young women. Uh, so this was one I always felt like I really missed out on. And 
Originally, I was planning to do this episode with a couple friends who are witches. witches. Just say it. No, I was going to say it. I'm Your coven was going to get together and watch. Basically, a yeah. A movie about a coven. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that didn't work out. So we're doing, we're, I'm doing it with Micah instead. And that's, <laughs> that's so disappointing. You know what? That's fine. For everyone. I mean, it's fine. I'm yeah. sorry. It's, you know, here we are. But if you weren't doing it with me, then our listeners wouldn't get to listen to this. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. So let's get into it before we get into the craft. I picked one um, that I thought was appropriate today. It's September 6th, uh, 1994 is the day that we're on. God, that is out of control (laughs) that we've only gotten that far. Is that sad? sad? I mean, I arrived on August 16th, so I mean, you do the math, you know? We're doing every (laughs) comic strip ever published while Jen was gone during those two years. We're going to cover them all. Well... We're doing one per day, per episode. Yeah. And then we're going to go back and start at the beginning and do a different one. With different ones. And then we have to, we're going to have to do a lot of cross-referencing of newspapers and see like who was running what. Because there's, you know, yeah. we'll cover all, for example, the San Francisco Inquirer, not I mean, a real newspaper. I, I we'll cover all it, the ones they did. And then we'll have to do the Los Angeles Examiner. I think at some point though, it's going to get really hard and I would say unwieldy to... Keep track. Would you say unwieldy? Is it unwieldy? It is unwieldy. <laughs> so I think, I mean, <laughs> it's funny because unwieldy is unwieldy <laughs> to try to pronounce. <laughs> so, why are you so mean? God. Comedy, Jen. It's comedy. Comedy is mean. Okay. I did feel strange. I, as I was saying it, I was like, is there an L in this word? <laughs> I'm going with it. There is, and- <laughs> but just one. Anyway, I think it will be next to impossible Mm -hmm. to track which comics you've done. Well, you're not tracking it. What? We're not going to track it. Who's going to track it? Our fans. There will be a wiki page and stuff. Oh, okay. I'm sure people have spreadsheets already. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's just, let's focus on that later and let's take care of the business at hand today. Okay. Which is... um, the September 6th, 1994 uh, edition of the Flintstones comic. The Flintstones? The Flintstones comic strip. I do not think of that as a comic strip. That's correct. Okay, so it isn't. it never was like a normal comic strip, right? It was. I don't think that it was carried in a lot of places because, um, well, you'll see from the quality of this one if this is indicative <laughs> at all. Um, was it only while I was gone that this was a comic strip? or I don't know. So the TV show premiered in like the 60s right it was I think a, so yeah yeah it's old and this comic strip was running later um obviously 1994 but here's the thing i do you guys it's actually really difficult to find old comic strips you have to pay a lot of money for to get access to the archives and the syndication groups own all the rights to it so they lock it down the artists don't even like you can't go to many comic strip artists websites or whatever and find their old stuff so it's difficult to find them. And when I do find one that has, you know, archives that I can access, mm-hmm. I like to go through a few days back and forth from where I am just to make sure, like, maybe there's a really good one tomorrow or the next day and I want to save it. Of this comic strip? Of this comic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, you know, I want to 
make sure I'm getting the yeah. premium. And you did ones. that with this one. It I tried, like. but they all sucked so shitty, <laughs> fucking shit hard, bad. They were so <laughs> angry, can't say words. It made yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so bad and so dumb. All of them. Um, I remember the TV show being like a, like Fred's a sexist dipshit. And Barney's yeah. just kind of a regular dipshit. Goofy guy that goes along with everything Fred wants to do and he's dumb and stuff. Uh-huh. The comics don't convey that same tone. It's more, it's not. Why don't you just funny. read the goddamn The joke comic. isn't that he's sexist. It's. it's well, I don't just, think that was ever the joke. Well, I think it kind of was. Like, I, I don't. don't Anyway, we can get into that. I don't that think the joke was that sitcoms. he was sexist. I think he just was sexist because that was the role that men played in all television at the time. Anyway, right, just but he was a caveman, and so they played on that. And that's Wilma true, was always that's true. right, and he ended up. It's the typical sitcom thing where the dad fucks up and thinks he knows everything. Yes, and then, true. Yeah. Okay, um, I didn't get that same tone from the. Yep, I the got comic that strip. Okay, so. I'll start describing it now. This is what we do, just for Jesus those of you that are jumping Christ. back in. How long is this episode already? Because <laughs> it feels like a fucking eternity. Uh, to you and everyone else listening. Could sure. you please? <laughs> My God. Two panels. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to hold these two fingers up so you can see. <laughs> two panels. Eat. Shit. Um, the first panel is about three quarters of the length of the whole comic so the second panel is small it's a very small little one um fred and barney are walking out of fred's house and fred says wilma told me not to come back until i learned to be a decent human being second panel okay close up on barney he's got that funny smile that he makes you know where his eyes are closed and he's like i'm cracking myself up here Uh you know that barney face totally barney rubble he says Sounds like an impossible task, Fred. <laughs> yeah, and then so what was the what did Fred say after that, or what did Wilma say after Two that? Two panels that was like a punchline. We're done. That made it funny. That's it. That's all you get this week. Got to wait till next week, or I guess they're probably daily. They're daily. Got to wait till tomorrow <laughs> to read the next one. But we we never will. Not for at least a hundred years on this podcast. <laughs> so right. hold this cliffhanger in your mind. So, wait, what about that comic doesn't give you the same I mean, it, that feeling as the show? As that bad. seems it's like exactly ones. what you just described. I read other ones later where it was just, it was the same thing. There's no joke. It's just like half of a joke. It's yeah, like that's a setup the thing. for a it's joke. Like, yeah, we know where this is going. And there were... There's s- no twist. There's no, there's yeah. nothing that act, that makes it funny. There were several more about um, where Wilma was talking to Betty and then, but there was no through line at all. It was just like, here's half a joke. Here's another poorly formed joke. Here's another thing that's not funny and has nothing to do with anything In else. In one read. comic strip, or no, like, like each one of, is like each that. one yeah. is like that. It was just trash. Wow. Well, I think we're really yes. gonna um, keep listeners and mm-hmm. attract new people to this show with that mm-hmm. one. So way to go, Micah. Good job. Thank you. See you. All right, so um, the craft. So as I said, this was a big one. On Can my... we talk about something else? I'm sorry. Actually, first, it's fine. I mean, I didn't mm-hmm. want to finish my sentence. It's no big deal. Um, we actually have a new segment that I'd like to premiere. Oh, do we? Yes, we do. Um, 
What's funny, Jen? I'm just What's... waiting for whatever it is. You're just you're ready. Okay, so I'm gonna open up my um, internet machine here that I'm using, <laughs> also known as my phone. I'm gonna open up a specific app with a little bird icon. This segment we're gonna call "Don't at Me." Oh, which is funny because that's the opposite of what you've been telling people the it entire is. time we've done this podcast because you love it when people at you on Twitter. Mm -hmm. It's kind of well, an actually has that Jen, ever. It's kind of an ironical title. I got okay. It's a play on okay. how no one ever interacts with me on Twitter. Okay, so I'm I sorry. Just I just gave away the whole segment. I didn't get it because I um, I've been spending a lot of time listening to someone describe very bad mm. humor to me mm -hmm. and. Therefore, my sense of humor is, has suffered okay. as a result. So you're telling me that you're all primed now for this segment then. It sounds like you're ready. You're in the zone. You're ready for some more bad humor. I was born ready. Okay, good. So in this segment, uh, pick a number between 1 and 10. 10. 10. That was a bad choice. <laughs> was, now we're going to read 10 of them, 10 of my tweets. Oh, God. And we're going to talk about the stats. Oh, um, okay. Do you want to go again? Do you want to try again now that you know the stakes yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick a number between four and ten. I thought it was going to be... I don't want you to lowball me. I thought the number was going to be like how many likes, you know, your tweets got. That's why oh, I picked ten. Oh, we can't 10. get that. That's, That's why not... I picked ten because I didn't think mm -mm. you could find any. We're not getting up there. Okay, I'll say four then. Good, The lowest good. possible Four's choice. Good. That's a good choice. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not choosing things that I'm responding to or replies or retweets or anything. Yeah. I'm going to do my original tweets. Yeah, okay. The ones that came straight from my brain here. <laughs> um, and why are we doing this? It's a, it's a just segment. Just to look at we're stats. Yeah, just stats and just to talk about okay. how... Okay, so we're going to talk about basically like post-engagement. Right, And right. like how it affected yes. people and... and um, how viral it went on yeah, the Yeah, how viral it went. Stuff. We'll do rankings at the end. We'll talk oh, okay. about that and stuff. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go back and I'm going to do from the most recent, I'm going to go back in time and just read four of my original uh, yep. tweets. Mm -hmm. This is the one I'm most proud of, actually. I'm really happy to talk about this one. I'm glad it came up here. Um, <laughs> so I tweeted, and also this is good because this is how tweets were meant to be experienced, read aloud by their authors. <laughs> so... Okay, I did not know that, but... Yeah, originally, that's how tweets worked. Okay. Mm -hmm. Back in 2010. Just go. So this one I wrote, got banned from Facebook for 24 hours, AMA. Oh, AMA that's means a good ask AMA. me anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We all know. Um, so let's just go through the stats on this one. It got uh, <laughs> zero replies. <laughs> so nobody, <laughs> nobody asked me anything. So maybe they misunderstood that. I don't know. I didn't do a hashtag. Maybe that's the problem. Um, no retweets. Makes sense. It's not really a retweetable one. Uh, four likes, though. Oh, got, that's actually pretty it good. It got four likes. So four people decided, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I like that. And clicked the like button. But did not but ask did me not anything. ask you anything. Like, Chose like I... intentionally not to ask me right, anything. Right, because it's kind of funnier if mm -hmm. no one asks you anything. And um, that's kind of what I, I mean, I kind of knew that was going to happen. It was kind of a conceptual thing, and I'm glad everyone <laughs> played along. Oh, yeah. So thank yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Well done, everyone. Uh, okay, going on to the next tweet. Let's see here. Uh, I have kid, and then in parentheses, eight. That's her age. Kid, eight. Good night. Love you. Me, her dad, 42. Love you too. Kid. And I have mixed feelings about mom at the moment. 
Yeah, that one was funny. I saw that one like you two one. days after you posted it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why didn't you? I'm the kid's mom in qu- in question yeah. here. Yeah. So I just thought it was weird that I never heard about it. Or Well, you know, sometimes we just communicate via Twitter. Since right, we but together. I mean, I it took me a couple of days to see it. So it's like really delayed. Oh, yeah, it's the algorithm, I guess. Um, How many likes did that one get? What's the... Well, we're going to move left to right here. We're going to go in order. Okay, so... Uh, comments or replies, mm-hmm. um, it got it got one, uh-huh. and that Which was you was me <laughs> saying, <laughs> "How am I just seeing <laughs> this? And why didn't you tell me this?" <laughs> Laughing emoji. Um, uh-huh. No retweets. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I guess if you guys didn't feel like sharing that with anyone, <laughs> cool. Um, I thought it was kind of a cute thing that my daughter said. Uh, it is. It's very cute. That doesn't mean that. <laughs> never mind. Just keep going. Okay, and three likes on that one. Three likes. Now, Micah, mm-hmm. I don't want you to think I'm busting your balls here, but I I have to say that these so far, mm-hmm. these stats are pretty good for are your they? Twitter history. I mean, three and four likes. I mean, I often get less than that yeah, likes. You know what true. I mean? Like, that's not, that's not so bad. Well, and honestly, Jen, we're not even doing my, like, retweets or, like, my replies and other things that I... Dude, sometimes I get in a good place where I'm like throwing out some good banter and I'll mm-hmm. get upwards of five or six likes wow. from random strangers, you know? I had a tweet once. My most, my closest to viral tweet. Oh, well, no. This what? Isn't, this isn't your segment. That's a different segment. <laughs> yeah, but it's relevant as part cares. of the conversation. No, it's not relevant. This is my, <laughs> this is don't at me, my, at Micah Shelton. It's not don't at Jen Freeman. Just come up with your own segment if you want to talk about that. Okay. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> you know, the rest of these just aren't. It's just. No, you have to read the good. next two. You absolutely have to. <laughs> well, they're to. just political ones and it's just silly. Just read them. Okay. So the next one here, we're going back. Um, this ass always says the quiet part out loud. So I'm just waiting for him to admit it's a coup d'etat. But you know he's going to pronounce it cooped at at. Oh, I see. So that one, what I did, um, that's that was about the president. You know, I didn't mention the person, uh huh. But everybody knows who I'm talking about, right? And by everybody, I mean, (laughs) let's check the stats. Going left to right, zero comments, zero retweets, two likes, (laughs) two likes on that one, two likes from my wife and my sister-in-law. It's cool. I love you. Thanks. Thanks for the anytime. Heads up. Oh no, I wasn't talking to you. Talking to my sister in law. Yeah. You're thanks, obligated thanks, to like my tweets. And I'm you, absolutely not. You fuck it up a lot. Um, I'm absolutely not. <laughs> okay. And finally, um, I'm gonna go back. <laughs> this is such a bad Just segment. I don't, it has nothing to do with this show at all. Oh, you're right. It doesn't. <laughs> just stupid it's because i said at me i want people to engage with me and so now i'm just telling them you don't have to do that anymore i'm not starved (laughs) for attention i don't need to desperately plea for people to interact with me on twitter because i mean look at these stats you guys (laughs) my god um so i'm gonna skip one because it's stupid uh and it would be hard to describe okay hey my segment my rules i mean Okay, but you 
that's against your own rules then. But. I make the rules. I can break the rules. Okay. Um, so we're going to do this one. Um, I wrote a really funny tweet. <laughs> it was very well regarded in the community. Um, <laughs> Trump. Okay. Okay, Jared. I'll do the concession speech. Do you have a venue booked? Jared. Great decision, Mr. President. And I've got it narrowed down to four premium locations. Uh, and then I included four pictures from Google Maps. These are actual locations mm-hmm. that I found. Oh, I remember this mm-hmm. one. This one's actually very funny. Um, I, I was hoping it was going to be not funny. So the first picture is a photo of, well, it's in the foreground is a telephone pole because it's, I took the Google, like, what's it called? Look around or whatever it is. I think that's what. Um, street view or. Thank you. I took the Google street view and just took a picture of that. So it's a, it's a building with aluminum siding and there's like fields behind it and just a big truck parked in front of it and a gravel driveway. Um, and it's Marriott accounting services. Uh huh. Yeah. It's funny because of the four seasons thing. Yeah. That's what that, that was the hashtag I didn't read. Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Do you guys remember that debacle? So this was a riff on that. Mm-hmm. The next one was Red Lion Barbershop. Mm-hmm. Nice little barbershop um, somewhere in Ohio or some bullshit. Um, Hyatt Plumbing, which is just somebody's house. <laughs> um, and Hilton Electric Company Incorporated, um, which shares a parking lot with Ar- Arichion Hot Yoga. Uh, so, Which is not as good as a parking lot shared with a crematorium and a dildo shop. It's not. But I I thought that tweet was very funny. You and a, f- a couple other people. All right. Um, so that got uh, no comments. No. So that's been, I think, consistent <laughs> throughout these last four. Um, no retweets. And uh, five likes. <laughs> that's good. Five likes. That's for a that good one. tweet, man. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. So that's been uh, Don't At Me. With Micah Shelton. Wow. Okay. This, I feel like we might need to fine tune this segment a little. First of all, as I already pointed out, it has nothing to do with the premise of our show. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, I think maybe it should be like a once in a while thing. Maybe not an every yeah, week. Maybe. I mean, the focus I only group say liked that, it. I only say that because it took like six hours <laughs> just now. And I don't, I don't think we want our episodes to run quite that long. We'll trim it down. But you also said 10 at the beginning, so, I mean... Yeah, but that's because I didn't know what... You said pick a number. I didn't Mm -hmm. know what we were doing. Okay. Well, that wraps that up. That actually made me laugh very hard. Um, I I find it funny every time you talk about your Twitter. Don't at me, everybody. It'll ruin the joke. That's my tagline. Now, I, I think the don't at me tagline is funny because... Or not funny, but it's like, it's smart, you know? Mm-hmm. Because now, if people at you, you'll right. still be stoked about it. But if they don't, you ha- you're like, well, I told them not to. Yeah. So it's not my fault. Yeah. I mean, it is my fault, but are it's not because this, they don't like my tweets. Are we putting this in the podcast? Or is <laughs> this are. just you talking to me? No, we're putting this in the podcast. Okay. All right. So let's talk about the craft. I, That's we watched what we're here it, for. We watched it probably three weeks ago. Um... Actually, I can tell you exactly when we watched it. And we were not motivated to talk about it immediately after. Nor for several weeks, apparently. (laughs) Just to clarify, we're not talking about The Craft Legacy, which just came out last week. 
for um, home streaming. Which I had no idea was even coming out. It's a sequel slash reboot. We should have watched it. I don't Um, know. I think we dodged a bullet there. I think it's fine that we didn't watch it. But you can go watch it. It might be wonderful. Relive the craft without having to watch the one we watched. Okay, so Micah clearly hated it. I I didn't hate it. It was just different in a lot of ways. This is one of those movies for me that is a good reminder with regard to watching things from the mid nineties mm-hmm. that I should never have super high expectations because I did go into this one like really excited yeah. and thinking that it was going to be really empowering. Even if it was, I figured it would be like cheesy as hell and that's fine. I, I was ready for that. Mm-hmm. I was excited for that, but I thought it was going to be like really um, feminist and yeah, uh, yeah, empowering. See, I thought it was too. I thought it was going to be really empowering and like these. Well, I mean, people do feel that women. way about it. So, I mean, I, I would like to talk to people about it, I guess, because it does start out that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, my notes, and I did not take many, but, um, you know, I I wrote ten minutes in and I dig it, and then later I wrote eleven minutes in and I don't dig it. <laughs> no, no. Then later I wrote this has very similar vibes to Foxfire. Mm-hmm. Which was one that I loved. And if you haven't listened to that episode of our podcast, um, I do recommend it. It gets very it gets very personal, uh, but it's fun, too. But that is a perfect example of a movie that is very um, female empowering, mm-hmm. but it's very cheesy. And I that it's didn't cheesy, matter to but me at all. It, well, it's dated. I, I guess it maybe dated. It takes itself more seriously than The Craft did, I feel like. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The craft take, took itself pretty seriously, but it can't. You're right. Cheesy is not the right word. Cheesy is not really the right word. It's like it was just hokey? dated. And what what is the right word? I don't know. Yeah, I guess just dated. I really liked that one. The craft, on the other hand, I I think for me too, it was just missed expectations. Basically, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like these women, these young women standing up for things and fighting back, and it was in a way. It was for a while. It, it turned into just mean girls, but witches. So, yeah. Kind of. I mean, yeah. Uh, here's the problem is that I don't remember in my usual form. You all will be glad to know that nothing has changed. I don't, unless we record like right after or like the day after. <laughs> you don't remember. Or I take yeah. very good notes. I don't remember anything. So I don't really remember a whole lot of specific scenes from the movie i remember a couple it's all right jen i got you yeah i I took good notes okay i also was disappointed because i wanted it to be scarier i wanted there to be more jumps i was expecting more like jump scares Mm. and there were moments that were scary and freaky and weird Mm -hmm. but they weren't handled in a i don't know it just wasn't like a horror movie that you would there were things that were happening that were like things from a horror movie like when all the bugs and the rats were crawling around oh, and stuff god that was disgusting but is it cl- is it classified as a horror movie it's, uh, well funny you should ask that i have the little synopsis here that excellent. popped up when That's we excellent. rented it um i'll just read that excellent the craft 14 girls outsiders in their parochial high school discover their talent for witchcraft but when the black magical power goes to their heads a karmic battle between good and evil ensues with nev campbell that's the synopsis with nev campbell with nev campbell that's it i think okay she was like the biggest star 
Yeah, well, we'll talk like about emerging that at a that bit. point, and then became a much bigger star. Um, it's rated TV fourteen, nineteen ninety six, horror supernatural. Okay, yeah, I mean the part the parts with the bugs and the rats that those are the parts that make it horror. <laughs> that, yeah. That's about it, I think. I mean, there was a freaky part at the end, um, but I, it just wasn't it wasn't now, scary enough for me. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this was another thing. And I do actually remember feeling this way about Foxfire, that it was like they jumped in too quickly or there were things that were not explained mm-hmm. that I felt frustrated at that they weren't explained. Mm-hmm. And I felt that way about this one. I don't remember them explaining how they got their powers or it's well, like they yeah. were already witches. when the, So there's a new girl that arrives. Was that right. Nev Campbell? No, or? Robin Tunney. Um, oh yeah, Robin Tunney arrives, also from um, Empire Records, which mm-hmm. we watched. So Robin Tunney is the kind of the main character. She um, is the new girl, moves into town, and there's three girls in this high school. She's Nancy. I'm Bonnie, and that's Rochelle. Hi, I'm Sam. Yeah, we know who you are. It's like a Catholic school, right? Like a private school that mm-hmm. um, that they go to a books a bookstore, like a bookshop or a a witch supply store, I guess. Mm-hmm. They go there a few times and they get books and they steal stuff from there all the time. Um, that's how they so got they, their power. They joined, they created a coven and just read books and read about it and learned about it. And just learned to do spells and yeah. stuff. So they don't have, they don't possess any particular witchy powers. They just, they just studied, yeah. basically. Yeah. Okay. So the other girls that are there, um, Firuza Balk, which I'm probably saying her names wrong. I've always Both said Feruza, Feruza Balk. I don't know if that's correct, though, either. She, I think, was the biggest star at the time. She was, like, the draw. But I, I don't even know anything. you just said Nev Campbell was the biggest well, star. Well, Nev Campbell was, like, emerging as a bigger star at that time. Okay. You know, Party of Five was Yes, I remember and, it. Um, Rachel True played Rochelle. And then Nev Campbell, Robin Tunney, we mentioned. Skeet Ulrich was in this. He plays a character named Chris, who they kill. Hi. Hi. You're Sarah, right? Yeah. Hi, I'm Chris. Um, I just wanted to apologize for those guys in French. They're assholes. You know what they say, you are what you hang with. Yeah, right. Wait, did you just call me an asshole? Just, I don't want to give it away. Sorry. Damn it, I don't remember anything. <laughs> Fuck. Um, that was one of the actual freaky parts of the movie when they... Well, we'll get there, because I have it in my notes, I think. Um... So the movie opens well, with okay. Robin Tunney moving to Los Angeles and joining this school. Um, she has a picture that she puts up in her room when she's unpacking stuff. And it's of a woman, but it's not explained who she is at all. We find out later that it's her mom. Well, obviously. So the woman that we've seen is her stepmom. Her dad got remarried, but her mom died and she was a witch, which we find out later. So she does actually possess. Some actual uh, innate witchy powers or something. Yeah. Again, not explain. Like this is what I mean. Is like you don't really. Well, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. The shop owner explains it to her, and they try to talk about the where they get their powers and stuff. But she sees a, a as she's unpacking the house, this like vagrant, like houseless guy comes into the house and just walks in, um, and he has a snake in his hand and tries to hand it to her. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of babbling incoherently, and it's weird, and she freaks out, and he, she sees him later too, and then he gets hit by a car. Oh, hey! What is it? Did, wait, is anybody 
hit him and we made it happen. Oh my maybe, god. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, definitely. I thought to myself it's gonna hit him. I thought it too. Well, I thought it too. That's Sarah, did you think thing. it? Yeah. Well, then that's it, you guys. Sarah's a fourth. North, south, east, and west. We can make things happen. I mean, this is it. This is real. <laughs> Shit. There are weird things like that that happen that try to build suspense, but I felt kind of like you. Like, none of it's really ever explained. And so did it's not really Did they make him creepy. get hit by a car? Kind they of. They did, right? They were running through traffic and running they ran out in the middle of the street and he followed them because he was chasing him and then a car hit him and then they all went to their like place in the park where they hang out and do their witchy stuff and they were all laughing like we did that we're powerful we're he was gonna mess with us and we killed him and really i think he just got hit by a car but mm -hmm. or a bus or something well um, but they could have they might have like conjured the bus even yeah. if not consciously see yeah who knows there's a lot of open questions yeah. about that kind of thing but she does robin tunney does have actual powers because her mom was a witch and she while they're in class one day nev campbell is looking at her at the new girl and she sees her balance a pencil on her desk just absolutely oh, yeah. she balances the pencil on the tip on her desk and then it starts spinning and like drilling into the desk mm -hmm. and nev campbell knows like oh she's she's yeah, a real so they, witch like, so they bring her, her. in yeah mm -hmm. yeah and it's cool at first because it's like they aren't, they're not mean girls. They take her in. They're all they're like, like this. Yeah, they're like this tight little group. And there is, of course, because every show and movie has about high school has to have, and still even, there are always mean girls. There's mm -hmm. always a group of mean girls, and it irritates the shit out of me. <laughs> um, but what's her name? Ben Stiller's wife in real life. What's yes. her name? What's the actor's name? Christine Taylor. Christine Taylor is like the main super mm -hmm. mean girl. Her who, name's Laura. By the way. Super fucking racist. Super fucking racist. Yeah. That's her whole thing. She, so Rachel True um, is the black girl who, yeah, you know, the token black mm -hmm. girl. Mm -hmm. uh, and Laura calls her, she, she uses the word negroids. Mm, in the shower. Oh, that's right. In the oh, locker room. Oh my, I mean, it really... It really took me back that they that they did that. I I thought that was really weird, but um, but obviously they were trying to make her character a very very obvious villain. Mm -hmm. Um, and so they did a spell on her. She has this like beautiful long blonde hair, and they did this spell on her that made all her hair fall out in the shower, which was actually that was super creepy. It was fucking gross. It was really scary. Yeah, yeah but, it was really gross. But I mean, shit, <laughs> she deserved it. Also, just just while we're on the topic of racism. I thought it was interesting that they made the villain, like her main villainous trait was racism because Rachel True was left out of all the posters mm. uh, marketing this movie. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. So it's like, racists are bad, but we don't want a black girl on the poster. That's weird. Yeah. It's fucked up. Uh, that's, yeah. But that's all I have all right. to say about that. I was just saying that there was a group of mean girls. It was them. She's a racist. They got back at her with her hair falling out. So there's also a guy who likes Sarah, Robin Tunney's character. Um, his name's Chris. He plays on the football team. Typical, you know, high school jock. Mm -hmm. And she thing. sort of likes him. She, she really sort of wants him, him to yeah. like her in spite of herself, kind of. Yeah. like. She finds out that um, he tells her, actually, originally about the three girls and how they're the witches. Um, but he says it in kind of a jokey way or something. 
and then you find out later that he, maybe he sexually assaulted Feruza Balk or maybe they just broke up badly or something happened or he used her. It's not really explained, but mm. um, she still likes him and still wants him to be her boyfriend. So she puts a spell on him. And then he does anything she wants and he's obsessed with her and shows up at her house late at night and it all gets a little much and Sarah gets tired of it. So Chris is totally in love with her. Um, and later on in the movie, he shows up at her house or they're at a party. Oh, that's what it is. Feruza Bach does a glimmer. Is that what they call it? Isn't it a glimmer? A glamour where she makes herself look like Oh, someone Sarah. else. Oh, God, that's right. There and was like she, that like, sex scene. seduces Chris. Yeah, I forgot about that. And then that. changes back into herself. Right. So she, yeah, she took the form of Sarah's body. Yeah. And then she changes back into herself and he freaks out and she like yells at him and he flies out of a balcony at the party and dies. Right. Did he sexually assault her? I feel like I would have remembered that. But I, but I also I, feel, I feel like, like it's like hinted at, but they don't. I also feel like that was the kind of thing I was expecting was mm-hmm. these girls like going after dudes that are that were pieces of shit like you know Yeah. So there's also the we have to talk about the scene the like super famous scene where they all they do light as a feather stiff as a board. Oh my god. Yeah. That game. Have so, you played that game? No. I played that game with friends in like 5th grade. Was it just like in the movie? It, it was exactly like the movie. We were convinced that it worked. We were convinced <laughs> that like we made ourselves float like a little bit in mm. the air. And then we got really dramatic about like we did Bloody Mary, yeah. you know, yeah. and we had all the lights out and things got real spooky. We did the Ouija board. I went outside and like I thought I was like under a spell and I started walking into the water. I mean, really, like we were we played it up. Yeah, it was fun. But yeah, anyway. Well, in the movie, it really works. It does work, yes. And they, they totally make her lift float real high. one of them off the ground. I don't even remember which one it was. Yeah, doesn't matter. Um, probably Nev Campbell or. Yeah, either Nev Campbell or um, Rachel True. Yeah. Or, um, or it might have been Robin Tunney. It could have been. Or Fruit of the Ball. Yeah. It was one yeah, of it them. It could have been one of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Probably. So they do that. They make them float. And then, um, like, one of their moms walks in the room while they're doing it. And so. She falls and hits her head, but they all laugh about it. And they're like, we really did it. We're really witches. But that's the first time they really do a big spell. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <laughs> I wrote down, the mom. when the mom came in, they were all laughing and stuff. So she said, are you girls getting high? But then she like walked away. Because that's what you do as a parent. Like mm-hmm. just ask a question. Like you're out of touch and then walk You've away. You've addressed it. You and know? then the next scene is them at school the next day. And they realize they have all these powers and they're totally badass. So they're walking in slow-mo through the, you know, it's outside because it's an LA high school. Mm -hmm. So they're walking with their bags and stuff and there are crowds of people around them, but they're just, it's slow-mo and they're badass. I feel like it's that, it's that image from posters and promotional images, except that Rachel True In the movie, um, none of them are wearing bras. Their nipples are all extremely hard. And they're bouncing a lot. Like they're wow, walking up and down. So it was very strange. It's the only moment like that in the movie. Like there are other like sexual tension between kids. But this is like this gratuitous shot of these four supposed teenage girls. I wonder if like the studio made them put something like that in. 
or if they cut out other stuff that was like that because it totally didn't fit just with the rest of the movie. Just them, yeah. Yeah, it was just like, let's have you walk in slow-mo yeah. and make it super sexual. It was really weird and uncomfortable. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that just doesn't surprise me. It's like, that's... Right. And I mean, to be fair, there are a lot of high school movies that are very sexual. Every high school movie is like that. But Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. It just seems... I don't know if that bothers me or not. Incongruent I, with the rest of the movie to me. Yeah. I mean, I hear what you're saying. Like they, if it was the fact that they had to be sexualized because they're girls, and that's the only way you can make a movie about girls. Yeah, you know, obviously that's a problem. But you know, on the other hand, it could be seen as them like owning their yeah their power and their sexuality, and like yeah, we're sexy and fuck you, like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it kind of goes like that way after that because they're all super empowered. And um, Nev Campbell has like burn scars all over herself. So she's very yeah. self-conscious about it. And she does a spell and all her scars go away. Is she the one who also tried to commit suicide at the beginning? Yes. Or tried to, um, sorry, not commit. That's not the word we're supposed to use anymore. What is the word? Complete. or Complete yeah. suicide. Um, yeah, that part really irritated me too because... Sarah also... Tried it. She slit her wrists, so I'm not sure if Nev to, Campbell oh. did that or not. I think Nev Campbell just had like trying to from... kill herself. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Because yeah. um, it happened fairly close to the beginning. It happened fairly close to the beginning, and um, it just seemed like one of those. I think it's hard to do. I think it's hard to address suicide, no matter how you do it. But this particular depiction of it was like super glorified oh, like yeah they like just showed her wrist you're way more interesting yeah if you've done this kind of thing and then nev campbell having burns all over her was the yeah. same kind of thing like i don't know i it, just i sort of resent that whole idea that it, <laughs> it was like the screenwriter's shorthand for like these are edgy cool interesting they're girls troubled and they're girls and that, that makes and, them interesting right. and that makes them you know yeah it wasn't handled well at all um, yeah and it totally glamorizes it because they're the heroes of the movie and it makes other people want to be like them and do yeah and it wasn't and... it also wasn't like they overcame anything mm. they didn't overcome anything emotional you know what i mean it wasn't like oh this girl is suicidal and then she made these friends and she like i don't know i don't know man so they each do a big spell. We talked about the other ones. Um, Feruza Balks is that she she does a big spell because her stepdad's an asshole. And she, I don't remember what she wants her spell to be, but I say that they're, it's not working in my notes. I'm like, her, her spell isn't working. And so she's all morose and upset because the rest of the girls, their spells are working. And she used to be the leader of the coven and everything. So Feruza Balks' spell finally works and her um, gross stepdad has a heart attack. Yeah, and that was good. That was very good because he was like beating her mom and yeah. he was a and real piece of shit. Being weird to her too. Yeah, yes, gross. So like... they get life insurance for it. Oh, um, that's right. And they get $175,000. And they're both surprised. Like the mom and Firuza Bach are surprised that mm-hmm. he had a life insurance policy. And they get $175,000. So they move into this like amazing penthouse apartment in LA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They buy cars. They do all this stuff with $175,000, which I checked. And in 2020, that would be $290,000. Oh, so still not enough. Still not enough to do all those things. Any of that. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, her mom buys a jukebox, which I thought was really funny. Hmm. Um, right, because she has... Who is it that she likes? She likes like one artist, oh, doesn't God, she? I don't even remember. Yes. It's like Doris Day or somebody. Or... It's like a kind of country-ish. Is it? I thought. Maybe. Like not Dolly Parton, but somebody like that. Yeah. It's some like B-list music Somebody celebrity. not as good as Dolly yeah. Parton. Like, yeah. Yeah. Don't add us if you know who it is. Don't. At Jen. No. Don't at, at me. No, please at Micah because then we'll <laughs> talk about it next time on the show and it'll be great. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so that happens. I forgot about that. So they go back to the um, bookstore place and they buy a book about invoking the spirit. Um, Manon? Manon? Yes, Manon. Manon. Mm-hmm. No, it was Manon. Like that's a, the spirit that they... That's Yeah, that they have to summon or whatever. Yeah. Um, because Nancy um, looks in the book and she sees like a wizard picture, like a, a gif. A you moving know? photograph. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so, which in 1996 in a movie was like pretty cool. Yeah. So they go to the beach and they have a fish, like a little clownfish, like Finding Nemo fish, and a butterfly and a bird and a snake. And they make this circle and they like I don't know if they kill him or whatever, but they offer him up as sacrifices to Manon, and then they get powers and um, they make lightning happen and it gets very spooky. And then all they free all the animals. They have all the animals in little cages or something, and then. Nancy gets hit by lightning. That's mm. Fruzabalk. And then they all wake up in the morning and Nancy can walk on water. Mm-hmm. And she's super powerful and she's all excited. And then they walk around these little rocks that are there. Because all beaches, you're like in a little like private cove where no one else is. And then if you walk around a little wa- a little rock... There's like lifeguards and crowds of people and cars mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, so they walk around and all the sharks in the ocean are dead and beached up on the shore. Because of lightning or because she somehow killed them? She killed them all. Why would Apparently, she do that? I don't know. All the sharks died in the water because she was walking on it and got struck by lightning. I don't know how it works. Well, I mean, that is... Manon um, hates sharks, Jen. That is a thing, you know... Uh, it's one of the leading causes of uh, shark deaths mm-hmm. is, you know, human Teenage water walkers. Oh, yeah, Human yeah. water walkers. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that we don't, that this movie did address that we don't hear that much about in the, you know, mainstream media, if you will, is uh, the fact that if you get struck by lightning, you can, you can walk on water. And I think that's been a really well-hidden secret, mm-hmm. you know? I'm sorry, I spaced out. Yeah, that's probably good. <laughs> I didn't um, say anything. So after this, things start going bad. They get really cocky. Um, Laura or Nancy is running red lights in her convertible Mustang. Rochelle notices that she doesn't work in mirrors anymore. Like she can't see herself in mirrors. Rochelle is Rachel True? Yes. Yeah. She just all of a sudden can't be seen in mirrors anymore. And then that thing happened where they, like, Fruzabalk tries to fuck Chris and he go, falls out a window and dies. Okay, yeah. So that's the point. That is the point that I want to talk about because that's the point where everything shifts. Mm -hmm. Where everything goes from... I mean, things were getting weird already, but it goes from them being this tight coven, this tight group of girls who like have each other's backs and whatever, to it not being like that. Yeah. (laughs) And the way it turns is actually really cool. That was my favorite scene in the movie, probably. Well... But the reason it turns is what I'm... uh, Mm -hmm. A, the reason it turns 
has to do with a boy mm-hmm. that t- two girls like, mm-hmm. which is the most <laughs> trite bullshit. I I can't believe that that's what they did with yeah. this. And they didn't. It wasn't as clear cut as that. But that's essentially what it came down to, because you know, Nancy kills Chris, and that's the point when what's her name? The other Sarah turns away from her mm-hmm. and is like, this is too much. I don't want any part of your bullshit anymore. And then everything falls apart. But what's the scene you're talking the about? The scene I loved was when Sarah was asleep and she told them all, like, I don't want to have anything to do with this. And she cuts a picture out of Nancy and like ties it with a white ribbon and tries to bind her from harming herself or anyone else. Mm, right. And then she goes to sleep. And then the three of them fly in her window and are like hovering over her bed and taunting her and telling her they're going to fuck her up. Um, That part's awesome. It is. It's cool. It's scary. They're like screaming at her and yeah, I wanted more stuff like that. If it was going to be that kind of movie, like if it wasn't going to be this empowering sisterhood thing, I wanted it. Well, it could have been both. It could have been both easily, but it could have been them going into. Yeah. Well, it didn't, it wasn't in the end because it was, you know, girls turning on girls. Mm-hmm. And um, that just, that, I don't know. Again, it was just all about what I, where I thought it was going and that it didn't go that direction just disappointed me. And but, then things get really fucked up because they start fucking with um, Sarah. and they, Sarah's mind, yeah, yeah. They make her think that her parents, like, flew to San Francisco to look for her because she, they think she ran away and then the plane crashed. Right. Oh my so God. Yeah. They think all this. Yeah. And none um, of it actually happened. Her house is full of snakes and rats um, and spiders and maggots and scorpions. So gross. So um, gross. Yeah. There's a toilet full of maggots. Yeah. No, it that part nasty. is very, that was rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so gross. And so then Nancy comes in and is like, we've been fucking with you. We're in your head. Um, you should kill yourself basically. And Ugh. the other girls start which floating. just made me think like. <sighs> and yeah, that's when I wrote down, I thought this was going to be an uplifting sisterhood movie. <laughs> so then Sarah sees her mom in another wizard picture. Like she sees her mom come alive in a wizard picture. And then she feels strength inside of herself. And she invokes Manon, the spirit. Mm-hmm. And um, she doesn't end up like she slit her wrist or they slit her wrists. And they were going to make it look like she committed suicide. But then her wrists heal, and uh, Nancy come up comes upstairs, and they start fighting, and they do weird like she, f- Nancy's flying and jumping at her and screaming and stuff. So Sarah goes into a mirror at this point. I am um, really appalled and concerned at my lack of memory of all of this. <laughs> well, it all happens very fast, and it doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Um, she makes Nancy all covered with cockroaches, and she makes her fingers turn into snakes. Um, these are all glamours. That's what they're like throwing in a glamour. That's when you make somebody see something that's not really there, uh-huh. I guess. Um, and then Sarah tries to ban- bind Nancy again mm-hmm. to keep her from hurting herself. But she flies against her and they, she like a desk slams into her, but she's not there. And it's just her clothes in a pile. And then Sarah walks out of the mirror. And then Nancy's in a mental hospital screaming about, Oh my god! Cockroaches and stuff all over her skin and scratching herself up. Was she in a straight jacket? And it's fucked up. I think she's tied to a bed or something. 
Okay, it's, so she doesn't die at the end. She doesn't Do die. They, okay, so is that how it ended? No, with then her? Rachel and Bonnie come back. Um, Who's Rachel Bonnie? Rachel True and Nevin, Nev Campbell come back. Bonnie is Nev yeah. Campbell, so Rochelle and Bonnie. Yes, Rochelle and Bonnie, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Rochelle and Bonnie come back to Sarah's house and um, they want to apologize because it went too far and they didn't mean for it to go that far or anything. And then Sarah makes a branch fall on them like from a tree <laughs> she's just kind of like fuck you guys and they run off and they're scared mm. so she still has powers and she's using them so they are not friends at the end no okay and yeah that was so it. that's the craft that was the craft so it doesn't en- but she's still in the institution though nancy. nancy is yeah yeah that's what i was asking if it ended with i mean if- yeah which is disturbing man like I don't know. Their little friend what group fell the, apart. What was the fucking point, really? I think the point was that Robin found out her mom was a witch, and so she's a witch. And Robin the other... is not her name. No. <laughs> Robin Tunney. God, it's so confusing when you switch <laughs> names, man. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. I mean, I feel bad because I was really excited about this one, and I know a lot of people really, really love it. And that's cool. And I, you know, I would probably love it if I had seen it. As a teenager, but I didn't. Well, so it was fine. It, it was, it was very enjoyable for like the first quite a while. Yeah. I mean, like I'd say probably the first three quarters, and then for me, it just fell apart. And my hope is that the new one, being made now, right, in I've, these times that we're in, has a more progressive viewpoint. On right. I also think it the cast isn't the other. cast. It's more diverse. Yeah, it's like women of color. Yeah, girls. I don't know. It's women or girls. Um, so anyway. if anybody's seen that, let us know. I yeah, hope sure. it's better. Um, I just wanted to mention one last note I took because mm-hmm. it's like you talked this whole time. I know. Like, I'm sorry. Um, I wrote in quotes, man invented God. Somebody said that. You guys, maybe he'll really listen now. Who? Mano. Oh, it's that. That's like God. <laughs> no, man invented God. This is older than that. Do, do you guys worship the devil? <laughs> it's like God and the devil. I mean, it's everything. It's it's the trees, it's the ground, it's the rocks, it's the moon. It's everything. It's nature. Yeah. If God and the devil were playing football, Manol would be the stadium that they played on. It would be the sun that shone down on them. And then what I wrote was my what my really smart thing was I said, I mean, man invented every concept. Mm-hmm. You know, isn't that maybe that was the point of the isn't movie? Isn't that Jen? pretty insightful and yeah. smart? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, because every anything we can talk about was invented by us. And that's the end of our new segment, philosophy talk, <laughs> where Jen says something um, not very interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, Ouch. Well. Thank you all for joining us. This was much longer than I hoped it was going to be. <laughs> Probably much longer than you hoped it was going to be as well. Uh, so thanks for sticking with us. Yep. I yes. feel like we used to say that every episode pretty much. Nah, we didn't. No? Only some of the time. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you. Uh, we uh, appreciate you very much. And um, if you want to support us, you can talk to people about us. Tell leave your a, friends. Leave a review. 
etc. You know, do some Twitter stuff. You know, if you have more followers than I do, then you could tell them about my podcast, and that would be better than if I told people about my podcast on Twitter、mm-hmm. because. Yeah, of math. There's not a whole lot of engagement <laughs> happening there, as we discussed. <laughs> so make sure you come back next week for more. See in the funny papers. More. Don't at me. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And、um, boy, what do I say? Thanks to minus. Thanks to Graham McRae for our artwork. Thank you to Fifi Folios for our internet stuff. Thanks to Minus Violet for our music. Until next time. See you in, in the nineties. Ours is the power.